0: if we're about empowering our people and loving ourselves we don't have to hate white folks in order to do that. now that's what a lot of white folks do in regards to us so what makes us different if we start doing the same shit Together. Here we go. Okay, can you hear
1: me? Ooh, oh that's
0: so good. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, now you can then you can put your mouth all over the thing. That's yours.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: god. <laughs> what, what was the first time? Let me know when you record. You already on? Alright, man. What up, man? This is Anthony Roberts Host of The Reality is where a Filter Becomes Extinct. Y'all just heard episode 168 with Dr. Hill, Chris Petrie, the homie Dia. Now it's episode 169. Same day. Mm-hmm. It's just
1: you stay me stay
0: rolling them out, huh? Yeah, it's just me and Artesia. we about to do our thing. We still got Mike Zavala in the studio with us producing on the board. Still got Frank and Chastity in here behind the cameras. We just coming in to talk today, just to talk a little bit about the week. Been a crazy week. Yes, I know for me, I didn't get paid my full paycheck on Friday. So, <laughs> and, you know.
1: And tell them about the email you sent to your.
0: So, you know, a lot of times black people are scared to ask for raises. We're scared to ask for days off, vacation, all of that. But since this company—I was about to say the name—I'm gonna be I'm nice. So glad
1: you did. Since
0: this company has taken over my company and bought it out, a $82 billion company bought out our $2 billion company. It's been a lot of mistakes in payroll. Mm-hmm. They seem to not be able to get the goddamn checks right. All eyes on you. That did get bright. It dropped down a little bit. That's what it did, Frank. It dropped down a little bit. And I
1: just realized this is my first time doing a podcast with other people in the studio.
0: You nervous? These a are little p- they bit. They family. I know they Chast- family. Is but the <laughs> sis. Uh, you know, Frank is a brother. They family, but is a part of the team now.
1: Frank got these bright lights shining. He yeah, got this camera in my it's face. It's 2018. Chesney over here with whatever contraption she got going on. It is on.
0: Harry and shit, too. <laughs> what is that thing? <laughs> That's a mic, ain't it? <laughs> that shit, Harry. I didn't know what was going on. But yeah, so they, they, They got my check wrong again. Mm -hmm. And it was shorted by a couple hundred dollars. And I was like, I got bills. I got things I got to do. And I emailed my manager and I was like, hey, good morning, so-and-so. I'm emailing you to let you know that my check is again short for the sixth time Mm -hmm. in the last six months since this company has taken over. Mm -hmm. If this was me, they would say that I'm stealing time from the company. Mm -hmm. Y'all are stealing from me. So with that being said, I need you to get with accounts payable, figure out where my money at,
1: and I'm not working until you do. And I'm not working
0: until you do. Guess who the fuck didn't work Friday? Not this motherfucker. Because <laughs> I need my money. Like J.G. Wentworth. I need my money and I need it now. <laughs> Where, when you going to come through with my check? What's taking so long? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, you need to pay me for that commercial. But I was just like, we are so scared to ask for the things that we want. Mm-hmm. We always scared to ask what we want, but we always want something.
1: Well, I don't know.
0: But I, I the reason I felt comfortable with asking them or demanding what I did mm-hmm. in the email is because I have the most, I have the biggest portfolio mm-hmm. with the most clients.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. When you really know your value and you can actually go to the table and say, "Look, I've done X, Y, and Z." Yeah. So you need to make sure you're doing your part. Yeah. I think that's when you aren't afraid to ask for what you want because I know I've done that in the past and i I've, I've never been afraid.
0: And you know what's so funny? I want to talk about You know, the last two episodes, me and you talked about us not being in, in a relationship.
1: anymore. Yeah.
0: You know, and people was like, damn, y'all broke up. Y'all was together for six years. Mm-hmm. And people was like, how are y'all still so cool with each other?
1: I know. I got so much feedback. And it was crazy <coughs> because at first all the feedback was like oh are you okay i'm so sorry and then Ain't was nobody like, worried was like and me. then they were like bitch how did you do these podcasts with him like yeah. then y'all just break up what's the you know and then you had people that was coming with negative energy like oh and i had to tell them like i don't feel that way so please don't you know do that yeah. i met up with a couple of homegirls uh last night and basically they were telling me i need to have a whole face I was like, I've never had a whole phase in my life. So they want And so you they were to, like, you need to take all that anger and frustration that you have for and Anthony jump and on a new use, it, use it to get, get this out of your system. And I'm like, I don't have any anger. I don't nah, have any frustration. She didn't tell
0: me who she went out with. <laughs> this is all I'm going to say. Look here, bitch. Whoever you are, wherever you are, clearly you're listening to the podcast. Hey, man, if that's what she wants to do, <laughs> go right ahead. I still love you. I still care about you. But you know what? I don't think they know what kind of woman you are.
1: No, and some people you find it the kind it hard of woman believe. that kept
0: a nigga around for six years. You are the do. woman that we still talk all the time. Mm-hmm. My mom asked me today, she's like, "Why are y'all not together?" And you, 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 you're still talking to her? I was like, "She helped me build this shit." What kind of nigga am I? If I just, we stopped talking and I'm just like, oh, you can't come on a podcast. It wouldn't be no podcast if it wasn't for
3: you. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't
0: be no Martin Trivia Live here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be no, the reality is, I wouldn't have no sponsorship. Wouldn't be on Blog Talk. Wouldn't be on Apple Podcast. Wouldn't be, on, so what the fuck am I doing without you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I almost feel like I'm destined to be back with her. And it's almost like that's a tough thing.
1: Yeah.
0: I want to try and experience some new pussy sometime, but I still feel obligated to her. Okay. I literally do. i told Don't act like I haven't had this no, conversation. I, with you. I literally was like, "Damn, some days I'm like, I want to fuck, but I'm like I still feel obligated to her. I still feel like if I get out in these streets, I'm disrespecting her." What the fuck kind of conundrum am I in right now? Where I am single, but I'm still not fucking out of respect to my ex.
3: Mm.
0: That's fucking it's crazy. Major. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> Makes no sense. And then it's like if I like if I get a phone call or whatever, I'm still feeling like I'm hiding. And I'm like, don't hide. You just. But then it's like it ain't nothing. I'm gonna tell you one thing about women. When you dating these dudes, be talking about let's be out here, go out here and run the street. Man, these women ain't shit out here. Mm -hmm. They talking about men. Mm -hmm. Man, these women are nothing. Some of them don't have nothing. Ain't trying to I get nothing. I just feel like
1: this podcast took a turn. And then if they
0: want to get some, Because how many times? I told her a couple weeks ago, she hit me up. I was like, don't call me. I'm sick of women. I don't want to deal with women. Don't want to talk to women.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Period. It's just too many women that you could be a friend with a woman. You could be cool with a woman. But it's like no matter how much they say they know that you don't want them mm-hmm. or you're in a relationship, they still selling something. Mm-hmm. Even when they friendship. Hanging on yeah. Hopes. Even if it's a friendship, they're selling something. How do you know they're selling something? Because at the most inopportune time when you think you just being a friend, they hit you with something to go left to let you know they care. Mm-hmm. Care about what? What are we caring about? <laughs> what do we have?
1: What's going on right now? Clearly. That's what I want to know. My voice
0: is going up. <laughs> Yes, it what's is. A, what's going on, right? I just be trying to figure out what's going on. So for you, you've been out.
3: Mm-hmm. I
0: haven't been out with any guys that's telling me anything.
3: Mm-hmm. You've been
0: talking to your homegirls. Mm-hmm. You've gotten the most feedback. Me and her had a bet. We was like, now that we aired that we're not together, she was like, your, your, your inbox about to blow up. I was like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: no, it's not. Mm-hmm. She's been the one getting the messages. Not me.
1: But I've been getting messages from females that are saying,
0: But you got some dudes that's, like, sniffing it out, too. they like hounds. They'll hit you up and be like, hey. And you always tell me about guys who hit you up, and they'll be like, the first thing they ask is, how you and Anthony doing? Yeah. You still together?
1: Because anybody that knows me knows that when I'm in a relationship, I really just, like, I've had people in my past before be like, oh, we should just hang out. Kind of like you've had female friends Uh that hang on in hopes of when it's their turn they're going to get a chance or whatever. But they know, like, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not interested in anything outside of that. So that's the first thing they ask. How's Anthony? Y'all still together? What's going on? I heard you weren't together no more.
0: Maybe out there.
1: And it's crazy because I never knew so many people listen to this podcast until until we did those last two episodes. And I yeah
0: yeah. The numbers have been out of the roof too for those episodes, and I can tell they went out of the roof because it was just regular episodes. Yeah. But it's like when people heard something, it was like. Girl or homie, yeah. you know, telling girl, her, homie, go check this out.
1: You know, you had them hating ass hoes that was like, "Bitch, yeah. I told you she wasn't gonna be able to do." It.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate, <laughs> and that's the thing that's funny about black women. You have so many black women that talk about promoting and helping mm-hmm. other black women, and but they, they yeah. turn each other down. Mm-hmm. they tear each other down. And it's worse. Like they talk about, about each other, hair own. and their body. They talk about if they feel like their man is fine and that girl is not attractive enough, they're mm-hmm. talking about, oh, he could do better. And it's like,
1: bitch. But you ain't doing shit at all.
0: Nothing. So, and what do you? But I, I never understood the fact that, like, the way women tear people down.
1: Well, you have guys that do it, too. I think, as a whole, that's one of the main issues in the black community. That's why we can't ever seem to get on the same page. And that's the problem. I mean, people do always wanna say what you should be doing or dictate what you can't do or can do. And nobody is like taking anything serious to say, let's no, let's not do that. Yeah. Let's uplift each other and see how you know how far we can go that All way. All right, I don't know if that
0: yeah, you hit it. It's uh, probably well, gonna I be a sound like I a gung, is. I talk with
1: my hands. Well put
0: the motherfuckers closer to your chest. <laughs> hey, we might have somebody calling in this time for real. It was supposed to be somebody calling in on episode <laughs> one sixty eight. Yeah right. You want to take over, but somebody should be calling in her soon, man. And okay. sweet, sexy Lala, uh, I think her name is pronounced Latine. 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 I think that's her first name. Okay. So this is a girl I met on Instagram through my home girl, Sasha. Mm-hmm. And the reason I was I gravitated towards her page is because <clears throat> I I don't know what a nudist is, but it just seems like that word fits her. Mike, have you you went through the profile, right? Oh she, yeah, I'm still looking at. Sorry, I was a so little distracted. <laughs> That was that silent.
1: <laughs> oh, he was looking at her yeah, profile. I told, yeah,
0: I told him about it. <laughs> yeah. But wouldn't you say she's a nudist? Or what is, I don't even know what I that don't know. is. But I she's just know. She's proud she, of her body, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I just, would be if I had a body like that. Yeah, she's just naked a lot on social mm-hmm. media. That's a nudist. Okay, and a lot of guys are saying things, but then she also gets that backlash mm-hmm. of like, you a hoe, you this and that. But from what she says and what she paints on social media, she, mm-hmm. she's I think she's celibate. hmm You know, so is she just, is a person who loves her body? Mm-hmm. She loves being naked.
1: I mean, I get it because before I had kids, I was naked all the
0: time. So, so but I've I been wanting her to call in because she says some very, she says things to where it's like if you've ever questioned if a black woman is sexual or not, she puts all of that to rest. Mm-hmm. Very sexual, very open about it. Um, loves to talk about it. Love, You know, in love with her body. Always talks about how to treat men. I'm trying to find out. I told her to call in, so I'm just waiting. I'm trying to look at some of her posts. So she said, oh, she said, crushing so hard, I almost gave my throat away. Mm. Sheesh. You would pick that out. out
1: I, all, I, let I, me see the screen. I'm a head out guy. Out of all those posts. I'm a head guy. That's what you picked I'm out. I'm a head guy. It's you, so many other posts right yeah, here.
0: It is a lot of posts, but that I mean, I just saw throat, and I was on a, Hey, Mike, what you think about the page? you looking looking, what do you think, man? Uh, I like it. <laughs> I'm following it now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's there not to like? Yeah, man. And then, uh, and and on top of that, now, have you ever dated a black woman, Mike?
2: Uh, No. No. No, not not because I didn't want to. It just (laughs) didn't happen. I felt like Steve Urkel and Laura. I would all come (laughs) over all the time and
0: she said, no, get away. Oh, man. No, that didn't really happen. (laughs) Yes. So- you had what were we talking about earlier today? I, you said something earlier, and I was like, "We have to talk about this on the podcast." Don't
1: you realize how many times you say that though in conversation? Because we I'm have a, a lot of good conversations. I'm always
0: looking for content, so when I'm, I'm when, when I'm doing it, I, I, I'm pulling it in. Now, I did watch this video the other day because I was down, mm-hmm. and I had I, I really was having a rough day, like on Thursday, I think mm-hmm. it was, and I saw this video by Tiffany Mallet, and she had two quotes that jumped out to me. Mm-hmm. And I am consistent with doing this. A lot of times I think we all do. We look at social media. We look at other people's pages and we compare our situations and we compare our situations with people who may be farther along in what we're doing Mm
1: -hmm. or people who may just be framing their life to look, to look a certain
0: way. But we view that and we say, I should be there. Why don't I have this many followers? Why don't I have this many, this and that? Why am I not making the money when my quality is better? Maybe it's timing. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's uh, they just know the right people, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. But Tiffany Malakane, she had a quote when she was inspiring people and telling people, and she was like, comparison is the thief of all joy.
1: And isn't that funny though? Because there may be a quote that you took away from that video, but how many times have I shared yes, this Yes, you have. With you? I, I and know I would you, just like I know to you point.
0: Like, I know you like to get credit. No, 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 in no. All of this. No, it's not about credit. Yeah. I'm actually proving
1: a point here because if we go back to I think one of the episodes that we did last Ooh, week, you, oh, we were talking about counsel- counseling, going to counseling, yeah. and you were like, "Isn't it funny how your friend can come to you and tell you the same exact yeah, thing, the and then you. you see it somewhere else?" Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Then she, the second one she said, she said, God doesn't give big fights to little people.
1: Mm, another
0: even, good one. Even though I struggle with who is God. You mm-hmm. know. I had a conversation with my mom the other day and she was like, You're not going to hell. She was like, But you push an envelope. <laughs> like you act like you don't believe in God, Jesus. Yeah, it's a nobody,
1: special place for you. But
0: Harvard Harvard studies showed this. They said the more relig- the more educated people are mm-hmm. and I think they said the more wealthy they are the less racist they are, mm-hmm. and the more they question religion because it doesn't add up sometimes.
1: But that's where your your own personal relationship with God comes in and your own
0: faith. And Well, I've always said, too, I feel like God is inside of each of us. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a God power. But, like, I do have questions when we talk about things from the Bible and we're talking about uh, the world was destroyed by water. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, them niggas had horses and shit that took them hours to go, like, right up the street. So how do you know if you was over in Egypt that the whole world flooded when you didn't even know what was over here in America when it was undiscovered? If you don't know stop somebody- admit for it to be the gunk. I'm making a point, goddammit. it. <laughs> That's the point. How can you say the world was destroyed by water when you didn't even know what was on the other side of the world? Mm-hmm. For all you religious people who are listening, think about what I just said. I just dropped a bomb on you. Mm-hmm. They said the world was destroyed with Sodom and Gomorrah. They said a nigga looked back mm-hmm. and she turned into a pillar of salt. How we know it wasn't an explosion and the shit just blew the bitch up? It's a lot of things that I question.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: New Orleans, if this was back in the Bible days when Katrina hit New Orleans, mm-hmm. what happened? It's a call in? You can bring her on. Hey, see how quick that one. Hey, what's up? Sweet and sexy. You on the phone? La La. I think she I think she dropped, maybe. Because I heard her say hello and then yeah. it faded. Yeah. Let me tell her to call back if she ain't on there.
1: That was the spirit moving right there with the phone call to get you off that rent you went on.
0: She said she gonna call back. What was I saying? I don't remember. We was waiting for Lala to call. Well, it's about to be. I got some questions for her. Oh, look yeah, at it, you, Frank. It, it, that's what I'm saying. Hello? So, so thank <laughs> you, Frank. I'm trying to give him a Thank you, Frank. <laughs> so if New Orleans was back in the Bible days Hello? with Katrina, hey, hey. sweet and say Salala, you there?
4: Hi.
0: How you doing? Pronounce your name for the audience.
4: My real name? Your fir- or just your first name. My Instagram name.
0: Your first name, and then we're going to get on the Instagram. Latine? It's Latine. Latine. Well, welcome to the Reality Is Podcast. Mm-hmm. How you doing today?
4: I'm fine.
0: Okay. Give me two seconds. I'm telling a story, and then we're going to get to you. I got a couple of questions for you, okay? Okay. All right. So, like I was saying, y'all, if in the Bible days when Katrina flooded, if if we were talking about Katrina in the Bible days, it flooded. They would have said the world was over, right? Katrina flooded and the world was still going on. So, like I said, I need somebody to explain to me back in the Bible days when they said the world was destroyed by water. Mm-hmm. How was the world destroyed by water when you didn't even know? They had no way of knowing the demographic across the other side But of that's
1: area. a never-ending question if you really think about it because even if somebody comes to you and and tries to explain it to you, then you're going to say, well, how do you know that? And then how do they know that? And, and then how it just do, goes, and it on, just and goes on. on and on. So right. that's why you have to develop your own relationship and
0: your own understanding with whatever it is that you choose to believe in. Okay, good. So we got a lot today on the phone. Uh, she's calling in from California. What part of California are you from? Oakland. Oh, so you're a Golden State fan? Please tell me now. Nah. Yes, I am. <laughs> I, 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 I You know what? Because we all like your Instagram page, we're going to let you make it. I let my producer, Mike, just look at your Instagram page, and I think he followed you. So if you see somebody on their name okay. – what, what's your name on Instagram, Mike? Uh, it's my name, Michael Zavala. <laughs> Very creative. <laughs> I'm so, the one liking every <laughs> single
2: post that you're posting. Right now.
0: <laughs> so we have people who are fans of your page, and I was telling them that I like your page because – as a black man in the south so many times oftentimes i talk to other black men and they're talking about how not sexual i guess that's the way i could say it how not sexual black women are and then i saw your page through my friend latrice sasha on instagram and she peeped me the game on you and i was looking and i was like not only is your page sexy you're not a whore you're not a you're not a slut none of the things that you post are whorish or sexual it's you loving your body Talking about the things that you like right. and exposing that. How did you get to this point, or have you always been this way?
4: Um, I've always been this way. Yeah, I've always been this way. I was talking to a friend not too long ago, for the 16 years, and I've always been this way. I've just been shy to come out with it because yeah. it's negative. with that negatively. Yeah. So I've been shy to come out, but I've always been free. i always wanted to be new. It's always been that way. As yeah.
0: far as me, open really with it, it's been about two years. So, when now, do you scare guys? Because one thing I've always known is a lot of dudes be acting like they want a woman like you who's very sexual and open-minded, but a lot of niggas mm-hmm. really don't know how to handle a woman like you. Is that true? i um,
4: will say <laughs> yes and no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> only because they are. they are. It's hard to commit. Because a lot of guys like, well, my friends see you naked, so yeah, it's their own personal insecurities. Um, so it's hard to commit on that,
2: mm-hmm.
4: but they know a lot of guys in my neighborhood, I or just around, they know I'm not sexual. Um, I'm new, but I'm not have, actively having sex. Yeah, um, I'm as you say, not a whore, I work in IT, so yes. Um, I get the respect, but it's hard to find someone, to be honest, that I like to commit.
0: So with you being in IT, because I always see you posting pictures at work and stuff like that, like have you had any controversy with your job because of the pictures that you post?
4: Um, not 20 people in my job actually know my nude side. And I work with a lot of older people, say so my dad ain't in their 50s. Yeah. So um, yeah, they're, not, they're not, they don't really know about all of my nudity.
0: So I was looking at your page before you called in and i was telling mike and frank and everybody in the studio about your instagram page and i was like i love this page and i pulled up your page to pick out something and the first thing that jumped out to me was you posted something 11 hours ago you said crushing so hard i almost gave my throat away if i may ask (laughs) do this lucky guy know that you crushing on this nigga because it seemed like he needs to find out or was this just a statement that you put out
4: I'm crushing and I, I, I tried to make an advance last night. It was just so many people around, it wasn't meant to be, to be honest. Probably if we were by ourselves it might have happened, yeah. but we were out, it was a lot of people around and yeah, a lot because a lot of guys know I am sexual so they hit on me. So it was a lot of guys around and if it was just possibly me and him, yes. Yeah. But since it was so many people around, it did not happen and it was it was not meant to happen.
0: Yeah. That's that's how you it,
4: yeah.
0: So a lot of times I see mm-hmm. you posting pictures where you're on the beach and you're naked. And I see like other people out there. Like, do you like when you, fir- what was your first interaction? Like going onto a beach naked where other people are around? Like, was that hard for you? Cause I was talking to Mike before the podcast and we both was like, we like our bodies, but I don't know if I could be out there just swinging and banging and seeing another dude's dick swinging and banging either. So <laughs> for you, it's like, how did you get to that point of being so comfortable with yourself? You were like, you know what? This is something I think I want to do.
4: And I looked up the beach, and in California, we have about 10, 10 different beaches. Um, I just went on a beach, and to be honest, just took my clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> and just went for it because it's what people don't realize is it's very calm. It's just like going to a normal beach. It's calm, nobody's looking at you, nobody's staring. It's, 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 I don't know how to explain it. It's just normal. Yeah. Uh, Nobody is hard. Nobody is actually just looking at you in a sexual way. It's just
0: people out there just it's chilling. Just
4: normal, and it's yes, it's, it's, it's hard to explain it as normal because people are out there reading books naked.
2: Yeah,
4: um, they're out there with their friends. They might be smoking weed. They they're just sitting there chilling. There's couples there. It's, yeah, but it's normal. People don't realize how nudity is very normal to so many people. I mean, this to be it's kids out there. And it's weird. To be, the kids are not naked, but people will bring their kids, and yeah. they will walk. Is it mostly white folks their bringing their kids though? Yes, it is. Okay, because I was gonna say that sounds like
0: some shit white <laughs> yes. folks would do. Niggas ain't bringing their kids out there. They are gonna be like, "Hey, daddy, dick out. Get your ass in the car. Done." So no. I, I, I just wondered. I was like, that sounds like some it's, it's, white, some white folks. Yes,
4: shit. to be, it's it's white people I see. Mm-mm couples there to be honest it hasn't been African Americans, but it has been people from either Jamaica or Africa on the beach. But I probably see one or two black guys there and they just don't so happen to be more gay.
2: Yeah.
4: Than straight. But yeah. yeah. Um black people I think are more insecure about that and I don't know why. It's and that's what I, and that's what I was gonna ask you not- too.
0: Because I was like why like I know here in Go the ahead. South, like a lot of we talk about here in the South a lot of times a lot of black women just not accepting their sexuality because it's kind of like they've been told they shouldn't do these things, you know, like don't have sex till you get married or uh, what's some things, some, some other stuff like save yourself, save Um, yourself. Don't give head, you Mm -hmm. know, head is too intimate and you got white girls out here and that's, they sucking your dick before they, and giving up asshole before they giving up vagina. And it's like, huh? So what would you tell a, a black woman or what would you tell younger black women that are coming up about their bodies and how to accept themselves? And if they want to explore their bodies with other people, like, are you for that, against that? And if you're for it, like I said, what would be, like, how would you possibly relay that message that it's okay to, you know, tap into your sexual side or your nudist side and just accept that? Um, well,
4: I put this on my post a lot. Mm-hmm. I would say nudity is not a sin. Yeah. And everybody looks at beauty as being a sin or negatively, but we are born that way. So, um, it's your body. Supposed to love your body. I think society puts it on that we should be that way, but that makes us insecure and not love ourselves. Um, You can be sexual. You can feel beautiful. You can do whatever, and I want to say. Yeah, you know, I really just to love yourself and be you because we look at society standards and yeah. sometimes the society standards is wrong. Um, um, mm-hmm. it's hard to say we're black women we are subjectified to mm-hmm. a man might as well say his his opinion before our own opinion by yeah. ourselves, and that's what a lot of us are. We we base our lives off other people's opinions instead of what we want, and that's I'm holding us up. Yeah, em- embrace your body. It's your body. It doesn't mean because you're naked or have new makes you less than a person. Yeah. No, it doesn't mean you're a hoe, you're selling yourself. In. I would say love you. You have to love yourself first.
0: Yeah. So um, if you, so let's say this, though. A lot of
4: people don't.
0: If you had a boyfriend or once mm-hmm. you get a boyfriend, do the pictures stop or do they keep going? What if he wants them to stop being posted?
4: It would keep going. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> um, he, would just, he would just to have to know what he
0: mind. got himself into.
4: Have to know, well, yeah, you have to know. Um, why well, am I changing for somebody that I don't know who's going to be my forever, you know? Yeah. Or as a person that's really I'm meant to be, you can't change yourself. Um, and that's the reason why you like me in the first place, because I am who I am. Yeah. And a lot of us change ourselves, and that can change the whole dynamic of a relationship once you start changing yourself, because you're not pleased with yourself. Yeah. You know? You're not just it's
0: not. Yeah. So before I let you go, I got one, question, one more question to ask you. What are your thoughts on masturbation?
4: do it i mean that's that's you love yourself and women learn their bodies by masturbation yeah. people learn their bodies by masturbation masturbation helps you you celebrate i mean helps you from having sex with the wrong person you know yeah, um, yeah i masturbate all
0: the time <laughs> and my last question a lot of people have an issue with this i just have to ask because of the throat statement if you're giving head are you swallowing or is it no swallowing what is your your thought process on that no disrespect but that's something i ask because it goes within the whole thing of sexuality and how far are you willing to go. Because so many times, I know I've dated black women. and It's like they'll give head, but they won't swallow. But it's like if you got it in your mouth, I mean, you already, I mean, you three fourths away there. He eats his own. I swallow because I see no point in stopping. I swallow and keep
4: on sucking. So and then if you see you the man's face, the whole moment.
0: Yes. Do you understand his face? <laughs> Do you understand the power that you have if you take the essence of a man? His soul yes, is yours.
4: Back in your yes,
0: <laughs> Lord have mercy. You know what, today yes. I I so yes. appreciate you. Let people know where they can find you at on social media, and also I want to tell people that she will be back. We will be doing a full episode with her. I just wanted to give y'all a little taste of what's going on, and we, I'm gonna bring her back for her own episode. But tell them where they can find you at on social media. At sweet sexy
4: lala, that's it. At sweet
0: sexy lala. You will enjoy yourselves, Lala. Thank I do appreciate you, you for calling in. <laughs> um i will talk to you a little bit later so we can get the next uh session set up but you enjoy the rest of your day and thanks for calling in all right thank you You're all right you have a good one hey mike don't be jumping in them DMs. she got a lot of people to be i meant to ask about that what's the craziest so you thing sh-
2: you're saying i should delete this i was writing up the whole letter here, <laughs> i'm
0: gonna just delete it now hey <laughs> so it's what it's just i don't know so with you seeing her page because you looked at her page mm-hmm. could you ever see us up being like that
1: I mean I, like that? I mean, I was like that. Now, <coughs> I could see myself getting back to that point once I take care of what I'm about to take care of.
0: But I'm talking about you ain't posting no pictures on social. though.
1: Oh, posting the pictures on social. I'm talking about like that. Like that. Uh, Probably not on Instagram. Okay. You could probably catch me out and about on this the beach somewhere on Snapchat.
0: This nigga full of shit.
1: No, I'm not. The uh, You didn't know. See, that's the thing. You Tell met me. me. <laughs> teach me. <laughs> you met me after I had kids. I became a lot more uh, reserved. Yeah, when I had my kids. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know me. You know it's, I yeah. don't Hell, you know, I don't have a bra on right now. I don't mm-hmm. like clothes. Yeah. So when I go home, first thing I do is take my clothes off. Cause... What do
0: you think about uh, nudity? What do you think about nudity, Frank? You can grab one of the mics. He's
1: ready. Look at him. Turn
0: it down. Like a church, like you go to the front I of the know. church and grab a mic and put. Like, <laughs> thank you for hey, this. Office. We got brother Frank up here. He gonna sing a A uh, and
3: B selection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, what does Chastity think about nudity, man? Uh, she's naked like ninety eight percent of the time. Yeah. Walk in the house and it's like her clothes just disappear. Mm-hmm. That's how I am, <laughs> not, and not because of me. She just don't like clothes. It, just don't like exactly. I, I swear to God, it's like The a only thing figure.
1: that changes is when you have kids. Because I'm I'm not that comfortable to where I will walk around naked in front of Some people do it, yeah. but I'm not that comfortable yeah. where I walk around naked in front of my kids. I think that's weird.
0: Yeah, that would be weird. I know <clears throat> when me and you were together, we talked about getting a place together. when we were talking about getting a place together, one of the biggest things is I was like, how do I adapt to the kids?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you, she has a daughter. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't be walking around with basketball and shorts at one point, with no know, briefs on. At one point, when I first introduced you to my kids. oh
1: yeah,
2: her little girl
0: liked me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but it was like you know, it, and it was awkward. And I remember I used to tell her I was like, I can't be myself. You know, yeah. if we move in together, like you have kids, there's things I can't do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's so it's crazy. It's an Adjustment period. It is
1: because I mean, I had them, and I so you know, I had yeah. to go through my own adjustment. I, period. But our
0: whole relationship was an adjustment period, and it's so funny because like we like we talked about so many people was like, how are y'all still? Mm-hmm. hanging out mm-hmm. how are y'all even still interacting with each other mm-hmm. but it's like for me it's like we were friends first mm-hmm. so it makes it easier but do you know how crazy it is that people have been i know you from your side and my side people have been mad that we stayed together this long mm-hmm. people have been mad that like or people be like i couldn't girl well what would you do if another guy want to talk to you and you and anthony still working together mm-hmm. if we ain't fucking what what what's the problem we went to Chicago. But see, I had
1: that same experience transitioning from my ex-husband. A lot of people don't understand how you were able to be so cool because my me and my ex-husband, we still best friends. Yeah. like Ain't nobody going to be able to tell me anything never- about him or make him go That's anywhere. what
0: we were supposed to be talking about. So, so we were sitting up talking yesterday, and I tell people all the time, like, you have so many great stories. But all the people in this whole world or the city of Dallas, anybody that knows you who has said she's weak, yeah. ain't. I've even said that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I was telling you, I was like, you've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, we was talking, I remember, I don't know what year it was we were together, but she, like, I was just chilling at her house, and she was like, hey, I need to go see my grandma. Now, your grandma my great, was, high, my your great-grandmother.
1: great-grandmother. Yeah. How old was she? She was 95.
0: So, she was 95 years old. So, I used to always be like, you know, if your grandmother passed, she had a long life. You know, not being like a, mm.
3: yeah. I sound like
0: a creep, but that's not yeah. what I was being. That's just. Out of context. Mm-hmm. But she was like, I just feel like I need to go see her. So she's like, I'm going to go see her. I was like, you want me to go with you? And she's like, no, I'm fine. So she went to go see her grandmother, and you found, you can tell the story if you yeah, want. Yeah, I walked
1: in, and I found her dead. You just? I mean, she was, I did. I walked in, I opened the door, and I knew something was wrong because the way her living room was set up, it was two chairs, yeah. and her favorite chair was always closest to the uh, heater. Yeah. But when I walked in, I saw her legs in the chair by the door. I don't know if she had walked to the door and was trying to be by the door for whenever I came or yeah. I don't know. But she was just laid in the chair and she looked like she had fell asleep.
0: And it's so funny because but I,
1: when I saw her, I could tell I was like, she's not she's gone. And I went across the street to my neighbors because I just was like, I yeah, I was like, I think my granny um, passed away can you go make sure? And he yeah. went over there and he was like, yeah, she gone.
0: And it's so funny because we talked about it and she was like, if I would've just went over there early and I was like, she was 95.
1: Yeah. I felt guilty <clears throat> about that for the longest. Cause you were at my house that weekend. And what people don't know is I've been taking care of somebody in my life, like for years since at a very early age. Yeah. So this was once I got divorced, started hanging out with you this is like really the first time that i got to do something that you i wanted, to, wanted do. to do so you were at my house that weekend we were having a good time and i was like oh god i know i gotta go check on my granny i know i gotta do this i gotta do that but i kept i kind of pushed it back yeah throughout the whole day but then when i went and i found her dead i was like shit and i felt so guilty because i'm used to being a person <laughs> that takes care of yeah. everybody so
0: and then i know we were talking about is it okay to go this next route you know where i'm going why are you looking at me? We've already talked about it on the podcast, but I don't think like, I, I don't
1: think we actually shared that episode when yeah. we talked about it. And
0: I tell people all the time, I
1: mean, you got a little cup or here, can You I can just drink take this out to mine. Here, you <laughs> want to drink out <laughs> mine?
0: Take the top off if you want, and it's because it's pretty much all liquor anyway. Oh, okay. But the reason we're saying this is because, like you know, her mom passed away. Yes. And I always tell her she holds in so much, but I told her I was like, "You have so much knowledge to give. That oh. is all. All that, yeah." Yeah. So, with you having that and all this knowledge and experience, and the reason I say she has this knowledge, are you ready? Because I'm supposed to dive into it. Or do you want to tell this story?
1: You can go ahead.
0: So, a lot of people always be like, damn, it's crazy. Her mom passed away, whatever, whatever, whatever. But her mom committed suicide. And that's something that a lot of people don't know. And I tell her all the time, she's very strong because she lost her mother at a young age. But I tell her all the time, you have a story to tell that helps people. Because when I first met her, she was damaged. And now she's no longer damaged from that because she took the power to acknowledge, hey, my mom is not here. This is what happened, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So for people who have lost somebody to suicide, like, what can you tell them like, on how to bounce back?
1: I mean, I think the biggest thing is knowing it is not your fault, taking the blame off yourself, and really doing the work to get through it. I think... (laughs) When she committed suicide, I blamed myself, and I didn't want to be here anymore. Yeah, the only and I tell people all the time, the only reason why I'm still here is because I was seven months pregnant when she died. Yeah. had I not been pregnant, I would have taken myself <coughs> out too.
0: And that's something that was crazy to me because I know when we first met, I was like, "The fuck, you mean you would have mm-hmm. killed yourself?"
1: Mm-hmm. I would have. And I could be insensitive. You looked sometimes. at me like I was crazy, yeah. and a yeah. lot of uh, you've been with me for a long time, so yeah. a lot of the things I used to do and situations, I used to put myself in. Was a way for me to to basically die
0: without doing it myself. Because literally, we would. I remember when I when we were dating, at the beginning, because I was still learning her. Like I knew her as a friend, but I didn't know all these things. Mm-hmm. And every time I was in the car with her, I'm talking ninety, a 100, 110 miles an hour. And I remember one day I said, "Nigga, you driving like you want to die. And if you want to die, let me out this motherfucker." Because <laughs> I. I I still want to live. Yeah,
1: I came a long way. And I think I just told you um, <clears throat> maybe about three years ago, I literally just got to the point now where it's like I love my life and yeah. I want to live. Yeah. Because before I was just like I was going through emotion. Yeah.
0: And it's crazy because like when she used to tell me that stuff, I was like, you, you embarrassed about saying this, but you're saving somebody's life <laughs> by saying I came out of this and look at mm-hmm. me now because a lot of times people fall into depression and it's like they don't really know how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes depression can be on you so hard. Oh yeah. You're scared especially as black people, we don't want to say we're depressed. And that was
1: the thing that because my <clears> mom <throat> if anybody knew my mom, she was very strong, very independent, very vibrant. So for her to have committed suicide, it was like something you couldn't even fathom. Yeah. So the first thing that happened to me was I went into I have to protect her. Yeah. Like I would never told anybody that she committed suicide because I didn't want to I didn't want that to be the last thing that people remembered about her. Yeah. And then I went into, okay, if she was this strong and she was this vibrant, but so many things came up from the past to where she did it. Yeah. Okay, I need to do something to be proactive because I knew I had been dealing with depression and stuff like that, but I never, you know, go to yeah. church, you pray about it, it'll be that's okay. It. That's all we knew. And that's it. Yeah. You go to work, you you keep a smile on your face. Don't let people in your business. You good.
0: And then I know we were watching This Is Us the other day, and Randall, who's the black guy on there, he was talking about how, because his dad died early Mm -hmm. in life, and he was like, I never, have you ever, he was like, have you ever thought about, he was asking his brother, Mm -hmm. he was like, have you ever thought about growing old Mm -hmm. and being 50? And he was like, yeah. I can't think about myself past this age.
1: And I tell you that all the time because even, and it's weird because sometimes I have to remind myself that my mom <sighs> did commit suicide because I've envisioned myself in life at every point except for being an old woman, Yeah, like having grandkids running out yeah. or up to me or whatever. I never can see myself. And then once I turned 30, I was like, oh, shit, because my mom died when she was 42. Yeah, And so I'm like, oh, shit, I don't have enough time. I got to do this. I got to do that. So I was putting so much pressure on myself.
0: And it's crazy. I think a lot of times we got to be careful about that too because I know for me and my brother, one of the things was we tried so hard at a certain point not to be like our father. And you end up being that
1: person.
0: And personally, I feel like my brother has turned into my father and I stopped trying to be like my father about 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. which is why I went from a route of doing nothing with my life to actually doing something with my life because I finally decided to choose Mm -hmm. that I wanted to do something. Somebody asked me the other day, they was like, so you take photography, you do photography anymore? And I was like, Mm-mm. I was mm-hmm. like, my homeboy do it. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, man, my homeboy, we pretty much barter our jobs and our work. And mm-hmm. I was like, I gave all my shit to Body him. Effect. He's better than me. Why not support this nigga? What do you do? I'm out here taking these lollipop ass pictures. Well, they want lollipop. There's <laughs> better than a lot of these niggas pictures. But Frank just is really good. I know it wasn't lollipop. I know you're supposed to back me, right? He got to turn
3: you <laughs> on. Hold on. You got him on mic? What did you about to say, Frank? I would say you 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 call yourself a lollipop, but it wasn't. A lollipop. I know it wasn't lollipop.
0: I just didn't. I didn't have the time and I didn't have the work ethic to go in deep as you did. Mm-hmm. But the podcast, I do. Mm-hmm. So people was like, why did you quit? I was like, because I, I love podcasting.
1: Like yeah,
0: I I had too many things going on, and I was like, I'm burning on both ends of the candle. Mm-hmm. And then I know that I'm better at talking than I am behind the camera. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why not support somebody like Frank? Mm-hmm. who's better than me, who has a good heart, he has and good intentions. And actually
1: willing to do the work exactly. and not just take advantage of this, the yeah. arrangement. Yeah. So that's, yeah. I think that speaks volumes. And I think
0: stuff. that's the hard part, too, because since we've been in business together, we've had a lot of people to try to take advantage of the arrangement mm-hmm. or what we have. Or people, you know, we ain't got to skate off nobody's name. No,
2: never like,
0: bad. we may not be 500,000 people listening, mm-hmm. but everything we do, mm-hmm. we did it. Mm-hmm. If it ain't me podcasting and... Having a good podcast with whoever she's able to bring in, Justin the Lawyer, Dominique Perry, uh, anybody else we name it. We got a couple other people that we working on right now. We It's me and you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we ain't reached out to nobody and said, hey, we need your help. Mm-hmm. Or none of that. Sponsorships. We get that shit on our own. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody helped us to get a motherfucking thing besides us. And people are wondering, why are you talking so brody? My nigga, I'm talking brody because I want to let every motherfucking body know who think we need them. We don't fucking need you. We don't could do this shit on our fucking self. Me. We could do it our own. As long as I got Frank, I got you, mm-hmm. and all the motherfuckers who already fuck with us, I don't need no fucking body to do a motherfucking thing for us. Well, right now. Shit. I'm just trying to make that shit, let that <laughs> shit be known. We got our own team.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't get that shit twisted in 2018. I be trying not to talk my shit sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's necessary.
0: But sometimes that shit is so motherfucking necessary. Yeah. Shout-out to the homie Najee Ellerbee, man, Mind Over Matter Podcast. The homie, all 60-something of his episodes have been uploaded to Blog Talk Radio. Mm -hmm. You can check him out right now. Shout-out to Blog Talk Radio, your voice, your sound, your independence. Sign up and help make us a podcast, a podcast-ecocentric, friendly network by signing up at blogtalkradio.com. Don't let us forget about the homie uh, Gabriel Silva of Take Action Gear. You can Mm -hmm. buy and purchase uh, if you are against bullying. You have a child that's been bullied mm-hmm. and you want to know how to get past that? Mm-hmm. Follow the Take Action Girl newsletter. Look at you. Go to www.takeactiongirl.com. Support Tiffany and Gabriel Silva, the Houston natives who have created a platform to help other people who are bullied. If you Sound bully, like, if you like bully, you pussy. I did what I did. But if you if you are <laughs> bullying somebody, you pussy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's grown people bullying people. You pussy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, started, I I said I wasn't going to do this. Uh, Mike, if I got to pay you for an extra hour, I got, I got you on the extra hour. Okay. Fuck this shit. Can, I'm addressing can, this shit. But
1: can we have a- Dial me back a, real can, quick. Yeah. Because I'm hyped in I this you, motherfucker. I like tell. I am
0: geeked off. What, is, what am I fucking drinking? Um, fireball. Fireball and cinnamon whiskey. I'm geeked in this bitch, Mike, and I'm about not, to turn the fuck no, up.
1: I just want you to turn it down a notch. Okay, where you want me to go with yeah, it? Yeah, I need you to stay right here. I don't want you to go there. You don't? No. <laughs> yeah, don't go there. Not right now. <laughs> okay. Thank
0: you. Where are we going with this thing? Because <laughs> you just took me off a of mountain. I felt like I was right at the top of Mount Everest.
1: It, I could see And you said, hey, rising. don't even. And yeah. rise inside of it. <laughs> We're not going to go there,
0: though. No. Okay. I'll let that be. Thank you. I will let that be. I will tell y'all before we jump back in, I will tell y'all March 9th, we'll be in D.C. Are yes. we still going to D.C.? Of course we okay. are. Najee L. be the homie Mind Over Matter podcast. He has a live show out I there. He DC. is a part of RMG, Roberts Media Group podcast. So Najee, we coming out there to check on you, man. The reality is live is coming soon. We looking at, what are we looking at? April? It'll be April. April, May.
1: Because that's the
0: anniversary. So Joe Shaw, if you're listening, I'm sure he's going to love this shout out.
1: Oh yeah,
0: but Joe Shaw, if you listening, the reality is, live is coming, man. We definitely like shout you out being to attending. him anyway. Shout out he to Joe be- Shaw. It- What's the name of his podcast?
1: Detox podcast. It's Dad uh,
0: Talks podcast, right? No,
1: it's Detox, but that's what it's for. Yeah,
0: Dad it's, Talks. Yeah, and you can check their podcast out on Apple Podcasts, a couple mm-hmm. other places. Um, it is a white owned podcast. Mm-hmm. I make that. Out. The reason I say that is because. People need to know what they're getting themselves mm-hmm. into.
1: And Frank introduced or connected to Yeah, Frank Minicon. And he has been going back, listening to episodes, and providing, I swear, providing feedback on everyone. One thing I love like,
0: about white folks, they, I don't give a fuck about what people got to say about white folks. White folks read.
1: Exactly. They listen. And if they support you, you're you you going to know You're going to feel it. Yes.
0: This nigga has listened. he signed up for the He's email list. He listened to about 30 fucking podcasts <laughs> in two days. Nigga, these podcasts are over an hour long. <laughs> Joe Shaw, my white nigga brother, <laughs> join us. We appreciate yeah, you for listening to the episode. He will. Yeah, he'll be on the Oh yeah, February, the February. February 10th, we'll yeah. have Joe Shaw of DT uh, DT uh, Talks podcast. Detox Frank, D Talks podcast. Frank Minicon being be in here, and I literally like my alerts was blowing up, and I was mm-hmm. like, who? The fuck? And you know, it's texting me. You
1: know, sometimes when they send stuff to the reality is yeah. inbox, I reply. Yeah. And depending on how they address it, because he kind of was like, hey, man. So yeah. I kind of do. I know you like that. Yeah. So, so she I reply as like you. But then it started getting deeper. I was like, hey, you got to <laughs> take this over.
0: <laughs> we'll, appreciate, we'll appreciate you, though, Joe. I think, and this is the thing. That's why I say this. I can't disown white people. I can't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I do. I have had white people that sit at the table and eat with me. Who have fought for me. Oh, yeah. So it's like I can't sit up and be like, I mean, that's why you I talks told the story. talked about my manager. <clears throat> that's why I last, say Johnny. I mean,
1: Johnny, man, he is the best man, And that's part of the reason why I have not left this job. Yeah. If you know me, you know how far I work. I'm usually in traffic for about an hour and a half, two hours is my commute. But he's such an awesome manager. And he's, I mean, he's wild. I haven't but, even <laughs> met
0: Johnny, but I want to meet him because you speak highly yeah. of him <clears throat> all the he's time. He's fought
1: for me to, you know, I've said what I needed in mm-hmm. order to make this work for yeah. me. He's fought for me to get it. He, yeah. he consistently makes sure I get praise, yeah. I get raises. I get. So, yeah, So And that's why, no... like,
0: not to be funny, that's why when Chris and him was in here on the last episode, mm-hmm. that's why I was like, I still would date a white woman or if, if she treated me well enough mm-hmm. or a Hispanic woman or, well, Mexican woman, I would date or marry them if they respect me and treat me the way I need to be treated. Mm-hmm. I'm not Umar Johnson. Mm-hmm. I am pro-black, but I'm not too pro-black to a point of where I'm like, I ain't fucking with no white people because of what white folks did years ago. Because mm-hmm. not to be funny, black people killed their own folks over in Africa. They enslaved their own people in Africa. Every race of each kind has enslaved their own people at some point in time. Look in the motherfucking history books, and you will see that.
1: And I say I won't date outside my race just strictly out of preference. Yeah. But, you know, I'm single now, depending on how long this it lasts. I don't know. What you trying
0: to say? What's going on? You, you see our <laughs> eyes blink for a little bit? <laughs> I on mean, the, on the episode 165 and 66, she about I'm sure you'd be back. Go
3: did talk. I say, did Yeah, I nigga, it? you said it. Did I you may have
0: that? been high. That may be an no, episode you was coughing no, up I, smoke.
1: No, that was not.
0: I was you sure? very
1: much at myself when I said that because, I mean, I do believe that.
0: So what do you think um, about <laughs> dating? Okay, so I know you said you won't date white.
1: I said I wouldn't, just strictly out of preference, but you know that white men are attracted to me. Like that's, yes. I get more attention from white that's men than I do. That's because you look so
0: innocent and kitty, and like like white men like he is. I mean, look at this nigga on what's what's this nigga that just the USA gymnastics <laughs> Olympic guy? He looks like a pedophile. <laughs> he looks like a pedophile. No, he does. He does. And then who are these people? Like this, this is the thing.
1: Oh, that was that's what it was. That one day, because you know I've been experimenting with my hair, so that one day oh, I yeah, did yeah, the yeah. I had the faux lock and oh, I did the yeah. two little uh, bantu knots or whatever. And that I went to work and the white guys at work was like.
0: You look she, so young and innocent. And then she walked in, and I said, why the fuck you look like a kid? Yeah, but they love that shit. I need some hair on your pussy. Oh shit, what the <laughs> fuck? I don't need that bitch butt ball naked. <laughs> a landing strip. Uh, fade that motherfucker <laughs> or something. <laughs> shit, I need to feel prickle or something. <laughs> i licking a 12-year-old pussy. Fuck no. It's like people, your, shade your whole day. I'm going to trim the top. I'm going to shade the shaft and the balls. I'm leaving some hair down there. Oh I ain't God. coming out with no whatever Big baby dick. <laughs> Fuck no. That shit ain't happening around but here.
1: Yeah, they ate that shit up that day.
0: Which part did I say? What are we talking about
1: now? <laughs> you were asking me about dating outside my race.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I Honestly, I don't have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in a way where people are like, it's going to stop racism because it's not. You know what I'm saying? No. Like Like Dr. Hill was saying, if a white woman has a black baby, it's still gonna. I mean an interracial child, it's still going to be seen as black. That's just point blank. Period.
1: And they're they going to be treated different because of that. So it's not really going to stop anything. It might make more people like the white woman that has to bring her child yeah. or her black child to black places. Mm-hmm. She might learn more. But, I mean, it's really in the grand scheme of things. That's not it's what nothing. it's going to take to end racism.
0: So I meant to ask them this question on episode 168, but I did want to ask you, like, you, t- you have kids. Mm-hmm. In today's America, in today's America, Chris calling me again, this nigga. Watch this. <laughs> Well, I ain't going to answer no, this motherfucker. Don't. That nigga, long-winded. <laughs> Chris, when you listen to this, just know that you're long-winded, brother. <laughs> I, I, I was going to answer, but I didn't want to answer because I would have been talking for a while. I hit him back. But what what is it? what is your fear? We talk about this all the time. What is your fear for your kids being raised in this America today? I mean, I think... First, let's go with your daughter first. With my
1: daughter. I just the biggest thing with her is I just don't want her to make some of the same mistakes that I made. Yeah. It's not necessarily living in this America. That's just being who she is. Period. And then with my son, of course, and I guess it goes hand in hand because now it doesn't even matter. You have little black girls getting caught up the same way black boys are. But of course with my son, I do worry about him getting older, being at the wrong place at the wrong time.
0: Yeah. So So let me, and and you said that for your son. Mm -hmm. All right. So Mike, Turn your mic on. I got a question for you real quick.
1: Mike's like, you, you got me producing the show and on the show.
0: I just got to. I mean, we got double duty. Yeah. But when you have different races in here, it's yeah. like those are important. Mm-hmm. These are the times where you need to ask those questions. Yeah. So I know for me, Mike, when I see Hispanics, I don't think anything like I think I honestly I feel like black Hispanics are damn near like black people. You know, mm-hmm. like, the, a lot of them will dress the way we dress. We listen to the same types of music. The only reason I don't listen to more Spanish music is because I don't know Spanish. I don't either. But, it, <laughs> but I don't I, it either. But I do like the some of the rhythms and stuff like that. But it's like, when I look at Hispanics, I don't look at them and be like, oh. now, we all have prejudices. Mm-hmm. One thing I do do, if you are not an americanized Hispanic and you run me and you're about to run me off the road and I, I don't have to see their face, I just be like, motherfucking Hispanic. And then I drive by and I'm like, niggas. I was right. So, what I what I want Mike to be on the mic for is because, do you ever, is do you, not saying do you fear black people, but is it ever a situation that you're uncomfortable maybe being around black people maybe because you don't know enough about the culture or those people or do you just be like, I ain't thinking about nothing. of this. I grew
2: up in a predominantly black neighborhood. Okay. So I actually feel more uncomfortable with a group of, like if there's a group of Mexicans in yeah. here. I would feel more uncomfortable with that <laughs> than I do a group of black of people. black people. Yeah.
0: So, and, and the reason mm-hmm. I say that is because it shows you that not everybody feels the same. No. And you have so many people that may look at, like I. one of my homeboys, his name was Dalton, when I used to work at the, my old oh, job. Yeah. And I remember Dalton, he's real cool, loves mm-hmm. black people, but it's like, When all of that race shit was going on over the last couple of years and, you know, like I say, black people, we could watch a movie about racism and we hate every black white person for 24 hours or longer. Mm -hmm. And he was like, when shit like that started happening, black dudes was like bumping into him in the the gym and like looking at him sideways. And he's like, I'm not even that that type of white person. Mm -hmm. And it's like I think it's so important for us when we're looking like sometimes you're looking to hurt people because you're hurt. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're looking to hate people because you just have hate in your heart. And that's why I was posing that question to Dr. Hill and them to where it's like, if we're about empowering our people and loving ourselves, we don't have to hate white folks in order to do that. Mm -hmm. Now, that's what a lot of white folks do in regards to us. So what makes us different if we start doing the same shit? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And a lot of people... You've had the, the, this argument with some of your friends and me, too, where it's like they'd be like, oh, well, you know, I just don't fuck with white people. You yeah, know, no. if that's what you want to do, cool, cool. I know we went to you're San Diego. are going to live a
1: limited life, if that's your belief.
0: Yeah, and I know we went to San Diego, and I visited one of my homeboys. Now, he's Italian, but mm-hmm. they just see, they see if if Mike gets lighter in the winter, they're going to see you as white. Mm-hmm. What was that on the brothers when she he was like, Mama, she wasn't white. She was Hispanic. A white woman with a taco. You know what I'm saying? Like that's our we view everybody that's light mm-hmm. as white. And it's like, that's not true. Yeah. So when we went to San Diego, we were staying with my homeboy and I had a black another black guy yeah. up there. He stayed who, on the other side. He stayed on the other side of San Diego and I was staying with him and he was like, Oh, you gotta come up here and stay with the white folks. You can't even come stay with your boy in the hood and I'm like, Nah, that's not it. But, but not to be funny. What's your, also, what's your living arrangement, though? That is true. Like, I don't want to sleep on the couch when a white man got a whole another bed. Yeah. Like, like what, what, what? Uh, Dave Chappelle said on this special. He said, when you go to Timmy's them house, you come back to your house and you be like, <laughs> y'all "Mama, y'all got to step y'all fucking game up." Tim, everything works over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That Timmy them house. That's how it was for me. Mm-hmm. When I go to Matt's, he got liquor. Mm-hmm. He got weed. He got a room. He, gonna he got a TV. Sure got a plan. He gonna make sure you got a plan. You got somewhere to go. You gonna be there. Whatever. You go to a nigga and house. Nigga gonna be like, you can sleep on the couch. Your girl can sleep. You can sleep. Your girl can sleep on the couch. You can sleep on the floor in my room. Nigga, that's not a living arrangement. Mm-hmm. I don't want
1: to and sleep he on the floor. He's gonna communicate with you because he's very good. Because we go sometimes during the week. Yeah. And he be like, "Hey guys, I got work until this time, so you know, yeah." And he'll let you use his car. And, like, yeah. You don't get that don't kind, get that tr- kind no, of tr- We did get that, we in get, Denver yeah.
0: though. oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Spence. Yeah. You know, he he and, and I and I, I remember when we got there. I was like, I feel like we done upgraded on our friends. I was. We like, went from ooh. niggas who we 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 went from <laughs> hanging with motherfuckers who only wanted to drink three dollar Gloria drinks and and and, and, and <laughs> <or> niggas <laughs> who didn't have money to travel go to the same go to the same year. places every goddamn year and it's like i felt i was like we done upgraded we hanging with people who want to go somewhere yeah. else they think like we think when we say something outside the box and want to dress a certain way they ain't saying you a square mm-hmm. or you trying to be like a white person watch don't, out for them don't lose yourself yeah like i don't want to <laughs> wear jordans until i'm 60 i don't want to wear target t-shirts for just like every goddamn day sometimes yes <laughs> But every day, that's my style as a grown-ass man. All right, you getting riled up again. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to take a back door into that thing. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> And we ain't going
3: there.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I was trying to get to the back door. Yeah, you all- no. I almost snuck in. No. I almost no, snuck
1: you in. Didn't. You thought
0: you had it. <laughs> oh, man. Man, we're going to get out of here, man. We done did two episodes for the day. We're going to wrap this thing up, man. Franklin, I do appreciate you for coming out, brother. Chastity. No problem. Man, you always holding Frank. How does it feel to have your black queen hold you down? Cause it could be worse brother
3: It could be worse Trust me You
0: are an entrepreneur <laughs> Who's doing work Making things happen And if people don't know When you're an entrepreneur And you don't make a lot of money Until you get to where you're going mm-hmm. And she stick with this nigga So I'm saluting Frank <laughs> I always she be talk put, I always She
1: be putting talk. in work by Yeah his yes, side she That's what I'm saying That's
0: side. what I'm saying She holding this little uh, yeah. Furry cock <laughs> <laughs> So you know But that's the thing I'm saying like I, I, I'm I, gonna take about The last three minutes To really just appreciate Black you can jump you in. Yeah, you can jump. But it's go like, ahead. bro, where like you could tell where would you be if she wasn't
3: here? How much would you have? I wouldn't have I wouldn't have started. I mean, I put out a video like last week and I said yeah, that yeah, like yeah. I, I actually I quit my job and I didn't have the money that I needed to start. Yeah. And she was working at the time. I needed a I needed an additional strobe. And yeah. if it were for her, I wouldn't have been able to buy it. To do nothing. And so she gave me the money. I went about the strobe and then from there I was like yeah, dog, she getting the ring because I didn't tell her that that yeah, day. But, but we, you knew.
0: I, I knew. And that's the thing. It's certain things that happen sometimes in men's lives that words just click. Mm-hmm. And, like, I ain't ready for marriage. <clears throat> I've talked about having commitment issues. Me and her ain't even together right now. But it's still something about her that makes me be like, is this the right decision? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But, like, I've always told her, don't wait on me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I don't know what I'm doing right now. But at the same time, I still can appreciate the woman that she is. And I've even told her it would hurt me if she ended up dating another guy. You know what I'm saying? But I know she deserves to have the man that she needs. A man that's either like me or better than me at this point, better than me because it didn't work for the moment. But it's like, I'm a man enough to say that we, you said you wouldn't have your shit without Chaz. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have my shit without Arteezy. And I don't have the money to pay her the way she needs to be paid. Mm -hmm. Average for the shit she does monthly is five G's. Average for the shit you do monthly is probably three. I ain't paying neither one of y'all three or five. Not because I don't want to. I don't have it to pay you. So when people talk about black people can't help each other and black people can't work together, us four niggas, five niggas sitting (laughs) in the room, (laughs) five niggas sitting in the room, we're living proof. By Mike having this studio, I have an outlet. Mm -hmm. By us having an outlet, Mike gets money. But Mm -hmm. the thing about Mike is, when I just went over the, the the two hour mark, I said, "Mike, I'm gonna pay you." Mike said, mm. <laughs> "You don't get good people like that." Mm-hmm. But you also don't take a you don't take advantage of exactly. it. So we're That's not gonna run you up to, to we're not gonna run up the hour, Mike. <laughs> That's what I was yeah. about to say. We're not gonna run up the hour. So let them know where they can find you at on social media, or Uh No Artiza, K N O W A R T
1: E S I
0: A. If you need a consultant or somebody to put stuff I'm actually together, actually not. Oh, you don't want. Oh yeah, right you now. you are booked. I forgot. Yes. My bad. No, thank you. That's a blessing in itself. <laughs> Frank, where can they find you on social media and if they want to get some of your services, man?
3: Oh uh, man, you can find me at on Instagram at Posterboy. P O S T E R B O I. And that's on Snapchat, uh, on Facebook, uh, and the website is posterboy.me. Yeah.
0: There you go. And I was not
3: trying. I'm going to be
0: honest. When we first started coming to the studio, I said, I don't want nobody else in this fucking studio.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But Mike is so goddamn good. And this studio is so good. Mike, can you please plug your studio, man, and tell them yeah, how you to can, find you?
2: You can find us on Instagram at Mr. Sweet Sexy Lala. Uh, I just started that one down. <laughs> I just had a bunch of nude photos I'm posting <laughs> up right now. Uh, no, uh, it's MC's, com.
0: He has great prices, great studio. He's here for you. Him and Spider, if you come during the week, Spider got you on the boards. If you come on the weekend, Mike got you. Just
1: tell him that uh, we referred you.
0: Yeah, just tell him that the reality is referred you. Pay your motherfucking dues, Treat the studio right. Don't fuck up my studio. This is my shit. <laughs> But I told Mike, I said, man, people going to start wanting to come and be here, man. And I didn't want other people in this motherfucker. Because mm-hmm. I know we, over the years we've had people biting mm-hmm. and stealing.
1: But ain't it great that people can buy from you and they still can never catch up?
0: Never. Preach!
1: Yeah.
0: Me and him <laughs> talked about that. Me and him talked about that. Yeah. When, Frank, ain't you the one who told me the story? You was like, uh, somebody was like, why are you always willing to give information because you're creating competition or something? Yeah. And you was like, know. it ain't competition if they ain't going to outwork me. Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I'm saying? So you
0: can't worry about that. Mm -hmm. So Chas, you got a plug? (laughs) Chad, just, hey, put your hands together for for Chasity.
1: Uh, Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. My name is Chasity K. Williams. What you do? Um, Well, right now I'm in the beauty industry, so I do like facials and waxing and stuff like that. But I'm in the process of starting a nonprofit organization where we give free tutoring to middle school and high school students.
0: Awesome. All right, man. We about to get up out of here, man. You can find me at the Reality Is, where filter becomes extinct. www.therealityis.com. dot. dot com. Um, if you want to be on the show, hit us up at info at the Reality Is. Just be sure if you come on here that you're willing to be transparent. Uh, a lot of black women have been asking me,
3: "Why don't you have more black women on the show?" Hey, tell them to be transparent.
0: Don't come <laughs> on here if you act like you're scared to talk and then about you giving have head. Some
1: people that reach out and say, "I want to be on the show," and, and then, then they freeze them, and up. Then you're like.
0: Don't um, come on the podcast and freeze up and don't I talk. Say, we
1: can't talk about this. Yeah, we can't talk us. about
0: that. Yeah. If you can't talk about this and talk about that, do not. I repeat, don't waste my goddamn time. Don't email me. Nothing. <laughs> if if I want to talk about sex and I if if you can't answer these three questions, what are your beliefs? Like religion wise? Mm-hmm. Who Do you like Trump? Do you suck dick? If you can't answer those type of questions, this is not the podcast for you.
1: Church politics. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: The things that you shouldn't talk about. <laughs> That's what they say. Mm-hmm. All right, man, this is the reality is where fielding becomes a thing. Always remember to inhale courage to exhale success. Mike, Artesia, Frank, Chaz, appreciate you coming out. We'll check you guys next week. For all y'all motherfuckers who are trying to catch up, keep on trying. Like I talk it. Like I talk Hey, I got to stay in my zone. Say that we have been beefing dog, but you on your own. First night, she gon' let me fuck, cause we grown I hit her, gave her back to the city, she home, she home now. That was that, so I can't be beefing with no whack, nigga Got no backbone,
3: heard you living in a mansion And all your raps, though But your shit look like the trap on his Google Maps, though <clears throat> We been brothers since Versace
0: bando. though Ooh. Name ringing like Amigo trap phone Woo Used to be with Vash and Santos, that's on Tommy Campos. We live like Sopranos and I walk it, like I tucket it, walk it, walk it, like I talk it, walk it, walk it, like I tucket it, tuck it. Walk it, like I talk it. Walk it like I tuck it, walk it, walk it, like I talk it, walk it, walk it, like I tucket it, tuck it, walk it, like I talk it. Let's go.